grace be with you and peace from God our Father, now Lord Jesus Christ. Our series is about the history of Reformation. Today, the 95 Thesis. 1517. And we welcome all our visitors in the internet. We go back into history. October 31, 1517. Wittenberg. In the Holy Roman Empire of the German nation. This very day is called the starting point of the Reformation 500 years ago. So what happened on this very day? On November the 1st it was a habit that in Wittenberg certain objects would be shown. These objects, as was said, were from Israel. For example, a part of the cross, a piece of wood, or a part of a bone of an apostle, or Jesus, or whatever, or Mary. And th these little parts, sp special ones, splinters of bones, cross, maybe even a nail from the cross, as was said, they have a special magic atmosphere. So when, when they are shown, you, you have to pay for that, of course, that you can have a look at them. But when you are in front of such an object, and you, you pray, then something special will happen. Magic. And in reality, nothing happens. But the people were told so. And they should believe it, because it made a lot of money for those who, who showed this object of Jesus' time, as the people were told. Now, on the 1st of November, many of these objects would be shown in Wittenberg. The town of Wittenberg, here in this area, this brown area here, of the Holy Roman Empire, Kurfürstendom Sachsen, here is Wittenberg. This was the town where Martin Luther was professor at the university, Bible professor. Everything we see here colored on this map is the area of the Holy Roman Empire of the German nation. So it happened here. And what happened here should have an effect on the world. Because on this day, 31st of October, 1517, 
Martin Luther crossed the marketplace, went straight over to the door of the Schloss Church in Wittenberg, and nailed this paper with the 95 Theses on the door of the church. Now what was written on it? What were these 95 Theses about? The people were told, when you pay, all your sins are away. And especially years in the purgatory are just gone. The more you pay, the more years you will be left off. Now, he, Martin Luther, now writes in these 95th Thesis that this story about forgiveness of sins when you pay is a lie. When the Pope tells you about this, it's not truth. Because the Bible tells nothing about this. Nothing. Not at all anything. And these 95 theses, they go to the press. And thousands of papers are circulated in Europe. They're translated in other languages. Everywhere people read, Oh, the Pope is a liar. It doesn't help when I pay. My sins are not forgiven when I pay. Why should I pay then? And this was a shock for Rome. And because of that, the Pope wanted Luther to be arrested, brought to Rome, and there to be burned on the stake. And Kurfürst Friedrich, Frederick, the wise, he was ordered by the Pope, send me Martin Luther. We want to hear him in Rome. In reality, we want to kill him and burn him. So Kurfürst Frederick, he didn't want Luther to be burned. <laughs> he was the star at the university. Because of him, students flocked to Wittenberg. It became a famous university, although Wittenberg was one of the youngest universities in Germany. Founded in 1503, so 14 years before this happened about the thesis. The Kurfürst Frederick, the wise, now didn't want to send Luther to Rome to be burned, but he didn't know, he didn't know how, how to react, how to tell the Pope, I don't want to. He, he can't just tell, I do not want to. So he asked his Chancellor, Spalatin, who had once been a A, st a student of the law in Erfurt, at the same time when Martin Luther studied there. So they, they studied the same subjects, they were friends. And this Palatine, now Chancellor of the Kurfürst, he found a special answer. And in his letter to Rome, it was written, 
we in Germany, we Germans, we we do not we do not act like this that someone is to be sent to another country. We 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 act doing this in, in our own country. We do not send people away. That that's not the way how we do how we deal with such a situation. So Luther was not sent. The Pope was upset. There was another person who was very interested in getting Luther into his hands. Because when the Pope wanted to build the huge cathedral, the dome in, in Rome, St. Peter, he needed money, 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 money. He, he didn't have it. So he went to the richest, he sent his important people to the richest man in Germany. And he lived in Augsburg. Jakob Fugger, a millionaire, billionaire. This man was the richest one in Europe. He had the money. The Pope wanted to get the money. And what does a banker ask? How? How do you think? How can you pay it back to me? If you do not have the money now, how do you think, how will it work in the future? How do I get it back? When will I get it back? And the Pope tells him, well, we will sell letters, and in these letters, people are told that their sins are forgiven, they have to pay, and when they pay, their sins are away. And the Pope informed the banker, Jakob Fugger, that he will get a part of all the sum, all the money which will be collected. Now, Jakob Fugger wasn't happy about 10%. He wanted more. The Pope said, okay, let's say 20%. The banker wasn't happy at all. 30%? Hmm. 40%? Hmm. 50%? Oh, but that's the maximum. Okay? No money at all for Rome. Okay. My last word. 55%. That was the bargain. So the banker got 55% of all the letters that were sold, where the people were told, you pay, your sins are away. Now, where was Martin Luther sent to? Augsburg, to the palace of Jakob Fugger, to the banker, because he wanted to to get rid of this professor in Wittenberg because this person preached against these letters where all the, the, the money came from for the banker and for the Pope. 
And a cardinal named Cayetan had to talk with Luther to to make Luther as one who is willing to say, well, I have been mistaken. I, I just say the opposite from now on. That, that was the plan, the strategy. But Luther didn't act like this. When I told him, now, tell us that you have been misled and that you have just talked nonsense. Now, say that you are a loyal son of your Roman Catholic Church and these letters which tell the people that their sins are away when they pay, you, you say this is the truth, okay? And Luther said, no, I won't do that. Because it's not the truth, it's a lie. It's not written in the Bible. And for one day and another and the third day, the Cardinal Cayetan tried whatever he could think of to persuade Luther to take back his way of thinking. But he didn't. It was hopeless. The Cardinal exploded and informed his colleagues, we burn him on the stake at the spot, now. And it would have happened, if not the following happened. A person came to Luther during the night, puck, puck, puck. come, be quick. They want to burn you. Follow me. I will show you a, a special exit out of the town of Augsburg because it, there was a wall around it and all the doors were closed during the night. And during the day, there stood the soldiers so Luther couldn't get out. But this person informed Luther, come, I show you a way to escape. And he led him to a house which was part of the wall and there was a little door. It was opened. The bird escaped out of the cage. Luther was free again. He should have been burned one year after this had happened. We <coughs> we ask sometimes why Kurfürst Frederick the Wise was such a good friend of Luther. (coughs) 
could you withstand the pressure of the Pope? How, how could it happen? Now we inform Paspalatin that on this very day, when Luther made his way to the door of the Schloss Church in Wittenberg and nailed the 95 theses on the door, that on this very morning, so hours before this happened, there was the following story. In the morning of this very day, 31st of October 1517, The Kufist Frederick the Wise had a breakfast with his brother, John, and his chancellor, Spalatin. And Spalatin has informed us about this talking, this morning talk, breakfast talk. The Kufist told his brother, listen, I had a dream last night. An interesting dream. I went to bed and asked my Father in Heaven he may protect our country, that we have peace and freedom, and that I get wisdom to reign my people in the best way, so that they are blessed. And I thanked the Lord that he will protect me and give me wisdom for reigning this country. Now, I slept and then I dreamed. What did I dream? I saw that someone was walking across the marketplace in Wittenberg, straight up to the church door. And then I was told, this is a loyal son of the Apostle Paul. And I should let him go. Okay, I did so. And then he wrote on his church door with his pencil. And he wrote and wrote, and the pencil, it grew, it became bigger and bigger and longer and longer, and it reached till Rome, from Wittenberg all the way down to Rome. Such a long pencil. You see, it was a dream. And then, there at Rome, Just before St. Peter's Dome, there was a lion. And the pencil pierced the ear of the lion. And the lion roared. And then I awoke. Then I slept again. And afterwards, All the landlords were called together to help the Pope. His, his crown seemed to fall down. So we tried to help him. It was
was still in its place. Well, and then we tried to, to break this pencil, but it seemed to be made of iron. The, the, the more we tried, the bigger it became. It was so strong. We couldn't stop it, and it rode and rode and rode and rode. But suddenly we succeeded, and with a loud bang, this pencil broke into pieces. But, oh no, there was one pencil, and now, out of this one pencil, when we broke it, there were pencils, pencils, pencils all around, and all started writing, everywhere. Chaotic. So instead of preventing the one pencil from writing any longer, we, <laughs> we produced many, many, many more pencils instead. Yeah, then I woke. That's the dream. Interesting. I do not know what's it, what it is all about. And the brother said, okay, time will show. And this very dream happened in the night just before the 31st of October 1517. And in the morning of this day, hours before Martin Luther nailed his thesis on the church door, Hours before, the Kufist told his brother and his chancellor, Spalatin, about this dream. Interesting story, isn't it? Therefore, the Kufist did not dare to do any harm to Luther, but he wanted to protect him. Whatever we needed. On this time, in, at about this time in Augsburg, when Luther was examined by Cardinal Cayetan and didn't want to answer in the way as the Cardinal wanted to have it, where he escaped in the last moment, the Emperor Maximilian was there too, because there was a diet at Augsburg at the same time. And when the emperor was told about all that what happened there, what had happened, the emperor said, this man, Martin Luther, put him away. He shall die. Afterwards, the emperor made his way, it was October, 1518, and made his way over to the Austrian part. He is Wells, near Linz. There was a castle, and he lived there for a month. He wanted to visit a friend of him. And on the 12th of January, so from October, Luther was in Augsburg, and then 12th of January, 1590. 
the Emperor Maximilian died in Wels, in Austria. He wanted Luther to die, but he himself died a few months afterwards. Three more months he lived, then he was dead, the emperor. Now, the habit was, when an emperor died, there was a new emperor to be called for this position. And he had to be elected. How many people were allowed to vote in this election? Seven. Not millions. <laughs> Seven. Seven landlords. Three of them were famous persons in the church, here in Köln, Trier, and Mainz. All these colors show the Roman Catholic areas. And from Köln, Trier, and Mainz, these archbishops, they were three of the seven. And four worldly leaders, Sachsen, Brandenburg, Kurpfalz, Böhmen, they were allowed to vote. Now, When they came together, it took a long time, and when they at last, after half of a, of a year, voted a new emperor, it happened to be that it was a Spanish-speaking person who didn't know any German at all. First he was called Charles I, but then he became Charles V, and he had to transfer all his luxury up to Germany and it took him one and a half year to come from Spain to Germany. A long time for packing, isn't it? But in the meantime, there was no emperor, no diet, where the landlords came together to find out new ways of reigning. So, for one year and a half, Martin Luther had time. He, he, he got a window in time that opened for him to write. And he wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote in this, during this time. He wrote the, the most important books during his lifetime. He, he wrote in this year, 1520. And he wrote to the, to the highest people of Germany, in a book and asked them to do the following. Do not send your money as you have done before to Rome, to the church, the Roman Catholic Church. Take the money, build schools. Put teachers into these schools so that the young ones are educated. That Germany can blossom that the economy will grow. We will be blessed in the same way as we do not send our money to Rome, but that we use the money within our homeland. And 
this helped Germany to grow. This helped Germany to become the, the most important state in Europe. Because of this information of the Reformator, Martin Luther. And these books were printed, multiplied, and people read it. And they were informed. And schools were founded. A teacher's training college was installed in Wittenberg. And a friend of Luther, Philipp Melanchthon, he became the head of this teacher's training college. So pastors and teachers were produced in Wittenberg. And they were the important ones so that Germany could blossom. What would happen next? What would happen when the new emperor, Charles V, would come to Germany? That we will hear in our next session. Let's have a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the dream that you have sent to Kurfürst Frederick. Thank you that, that he was chosen to protect the monk Martin Luther. Thank you for all the blessings that came up of this decision to protect the Reformator. That schools could be founded and teachers were educated. So that they could educate the young. The young ones in Germany which helped the country to blossom up to this very day. Thank you, Lord, that you will bless you will bless those who will listen to your word. Thank you for that. Amen.